Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. It's a blessing uh, to be with you. I want to thank uh, One Cause Church and the team for hosting this conference. Uh, every year and also this year, for creating a place, for preparing a ground for God to come and work and His Word to be released and to be launched throughout this city. I do believe that when we have meetings, I do believe that when the church comes together, I do believe that when we have conferences, that God honors those conferences. And I do believe that as we pray, as the Word goes forth, even though we have only a certain amount of people that hears the Word in uh, the given moment, I believe it goes forth and it has the power to transform a community, transform a city. That's what I believe. Now, I want to say to you tonight that the days are going to become darker, but we, going, we are going to learn that the Word of God is a lamp unto our feet. And so we are going to become more committed to the Word of God. We're going to become more faithful to reading the Word of God and to sit and make time to read that Word. It's the most powerful you know, thing that has stood the test of time is the Word of God. Um, I want to thank, I don't know where Pastor Roxanne raptured right now, but <laughs> I think all of us in trouble. The prophet went to heaven and we... <laughs> so, but uh, we just want to honor her. She's in the room here as well, and I believe that you're going to have a tremendous time as you continue. And then all the ministers that's here, we celebrate you, we honor you. The Word tells us to give honor we honor is you. So many ministers here tonight in the room uh, that's here. So we honor you. Thank you for being here and for making the time. We're going to have a wonderful time in the Word of God uh, tonight. And so again, thank you, One Course Church, for setting uh, the platform for the Word of God to go forth tonight. I'm going to speak on different levels tonight. I'm going to speak to those that are spiritually um, right just at heaven's entrance right now but i'm at the same time going to touch those of you that have just got gotten saved those of you that have just entered the kingdom of god so we're gonna we're gonna touch all of you where you are right now as many of you that have asked me questions and i want to make sure that we are all on the same page and that we we uh, we don't miss anyone it's very important for all of us to grow together to develop together and so that we know um, that we move together. And so it's always better to go together, to grow together. Amen? Okay, let's pray together. Thank you, Father, for your word tonight. Thank you, Lord, as the word goes forth, that it will go and it will accomplish exactly what you have sent it to do. I pray for every hearer tonight that you would open up our ears to hear the word of God. Father, come and stretch our faith tonight. Prepare our bonds, Lord. Enlarge our bonds, Lord, to be able to receive what you have for us tonight. I declare it. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, throughout this conference, uh, we're busy and we're doing a lot of things. Last night, we've, we, uh, uh, we just allowed the Holy Spirit to come and minister. And there was uh, incredible miracles that took place last night. And I want to give God the glory for those miracles. So those of you that have been supernaturally touched in the, in, in, uh, uh, in the meeting last night, please testify. It's very important for God to get the glory for what He has done. Do not keep still. Tell people, share what the Lord has done with you. There's people that came up to me last night. It was incredible, you know, unexpected things that God did. And uh, sometimes we just have to give God time. You know, it's not about how long I can pray. We just have to give Him time. As soon as we ask God to heal, He starts healing. 
immediately. And so last night, as we asked the Lord for healing, He will never withhold it from us. And so He just, I just saw the Holy Spirit. It just started to move through the room. And there's many things that were shifted and changed. Um, those of you that have not experienced the manifestation of your healing, it is in progress. <laughs> it started last night. I saw it in the spirit. Uh, Prophet Roxanne, we just, I had a half an hour interview of how awesome you are, but you missed it. So you have to listen to the recording, but we love you. That's what you have to know, and we appreciate you. Okay. <laughs> um, so as we prayed for healing last night, it started to happen. It's uh, the progress. It's in progress right now. Uh, I saw the Holy Spirit on people last night and things started to get adjusted and he will complete the work that he has started. And so I stand firm on that. And so those of you, <laughs> as Pastor Derek said, he said, when I prayed for him, he got worse. And so, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so God knows what he's doing. So <laughs> the process has already started and I believe that God is going to complete that work where you will be completely healed, completely set free in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen? And so we have to give God time. Uh, when we pray, know immediately that there's a response. Immediately there's a shift. God never withholds anything. When we ask Him, it is released. But then there's a place of release to manifestation. And uh, I don't know how it works. I don't want to know how it works. But we're going to live in faith and we're going to hold on until we see it manifested. Until it shows up in our lives. And so... So do not question that. Don't doubt that. Um, don't say, well, uh, I'm not sure. Hold on to, to that promise and say, God, uh, you are going to do it and you are the finisher of what you have started. Amen. Now, everything, and so part of this conference is we want to come and teach you and impart. We can have conferences and we can speak about great things and we can uh, encourage you, but uh, we have limited time. And in that limited time, we want to focus on what really works? What really is going to shift things for you? What, what is really going to impact you? You know, we want to be effective. After many years in ministry, you want to be effective. I don't want to plant, you know, and, and uh, hope that nothing comes up. No, I want to plant a seed and I want to plant the best seed that I can plant because I want the best harvest to come forth. And so our time that we have is limited. So therefore, we want to focus on what is really important and what really works. And so um, we, we've been allowing the flow of the Holy Spirit throughout this conference, but I want to touch briefly tonight on what really works and what really shifts things. Now, personally, in my life, I don't know about Pastor Roxanne and Pastor Derek and the ministers that's here, but personally, in my life, everything, everything that happened in my life happened when I sowed a seed. Yeah. Everything. Every, everything uh, started to shift when I sowed a seed. Now, one of the tipping points in my life was an uh, event seven years ago, Conference in South Africa, where I preached that. And as I preached at this conference, the Lord gave me a word. And as I shared that word, it was the tipping point in my life. And uh, a pastor friend of mine recently spoke to him. He says, at that conference, he still remembers that day. It shifted everything for that, that, that day. And what happened on that day is I was asked to speak about uh, giving. And the Lord gave me a word. And he said, Andre, I want you to speak on a precious seed. 
And so I started to speak about that we can get into a rhythm of giving, but God is asking us to sow a precious seed. Now, what makes a precious seed different from any other seed that you sow is a precious seed costs you something. Now, it's easy to sow, but when you sow a precious seed, there's a, there's a different level of faith behind it. And so I want to encourage you that throughout this conference, if you haven't done it yet, I want to encourage you to sow a seed, not, not you know, towards covering costs, not towards that, uh, sowing a seed towards overflow. Yeah. You know, we are done with the times where we are praying God and trusting God to cover costs. We want to cover the cost for the next two conferences. Amen? <laughs> we have to learn to, to live in abundance and in overflow. And so we cannot keep on sowing into need. We have to sow into overflow. And so I want to encourage you to sow a seed. Now, a farmer sows a seed intentionally. He doesn't just sow a seed because he can. He's intentional with what he is doing. And so... We have to understand that you cannot be a farmer if you don't have soil. If you don't have soil and you don't have ground, then you're not a farmer. And so a farmer <laughs> has soil and he does not just sow a seed. He takes months to prepare the soil so that when the time comes that he sows the seed, that the soil has all the nutrients in so that the soil can bring the best harvest forth. And so in our lives, the soil is our hearts. It says that where your treasure is, is where your heart will be. And so we prepare our hearts. And so sowing is not a money thing, but a heart thing. And so we prepare the soil of our hearts. And so that the moment comes when we sow the seed, that, and what is the seed? The seed is the word of God. That when the seed comes, that the soil is prepared to produce the best, the best crop, the best harvest that is available to be produced. Now, I want to stretch you a little bit. And uh, this is where it has started for us. In that conference, the Lord spoke to me and he said to me, Andre, I want you to sow a precious seed. And this is after we have given, after we've sown, after we've We've, we've given regularly during that conference. He said, I want you to sow a precious seed. And I said, God, but I did sow. We've already given a tithe. We've already given an offering. We've already done all of that. You know, and God says, I'm asking you to give a precious seed. Now, what makes the widow's seed so powerful is we call it the power of the last seed. You see, when you give your last seed, there's a different level of faith behind that seed. Because if you give in abundance, you don't have, really have to apply, apply faith because you have more. <laughs> but when you give a precious seed, that seed has to work. It has to produce <laughs> because, because there's no more. That seed has to go forth. And this is what, what makes the, the widow's seed so powerful. The power of the last seed is given with a different, different measure of faith. When she sows that seed, you know, it has to work. It's nothing else. This is, this is what I happened. So she puts all her faith behind it. And that's why we sow precious seeds. It is because we apply faith behind it. 
because there's no other option anymore. Lord, this is what we have. This has to work. And so I've learned in my life to intimidate the enemy with my seeds. And I want to encourage you throughout your life to sow seeds that would intimidate the devil, that would intimidate him. You know, he gets intimidated when you sow. He gets intimidated when you live by faith. He gets intimidated when you apply your faith in your life. And so in that moment for us, the Lord spoke to me during that conference. I've sowed throughout that conference, and then the Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to sow a precious seed. I said, Lord, what does that mean? He says, I want you to sow something that's going to cost you something. And so at that time, I've, I've, I don't have anything else. We've, we've really given everything that we can. But that week, that week, I've just paid off my car. And I bought a vehicle, and I trusted God. I walked in faith, and I paid that vehicle off within 12 months. And it was a faith thing. I said, I'm going to buy this vehicle, and I'm going to trust God within 12 months. I'm going to pay it off. And God supernaturally came through that week. I paid the vehicle off. Uh, for the first time in my life, <laughs> I had a vehicle that was paid off. I had the title. It was a new car, paid off. I had the title in the car. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to sow a precious seed. I said, Lord, I don't, I, I don't have, a, I mean, I've given everything. I can't think of anything. <laughs> and the Lord said to me, I want you to sow the car. Now, in that moment, that was our only car. We did not have four cars in the garage. That was the car that we had. In fact, we were scheduled to go on vacation from that conference. And so the car is standing outside. It is packed. We packed it that morning. It's ready. We're going to drive eight hours to the beach. We're going to go on vacation. That was the plan. And so here I'm standing. My wife is in the mother's room. And so I text her. <laughs> I send her a text. I said, listen, I sense God is saying that we need to sew the car. What do you say? Hoping <laughs> that she's going to say yes in the future. Yes. You know, and so she sends me a text back. I still have it on my phone today with big capital letters. Yes. We have to sow it. And so it is a precious seed because <laughs> God has to move in that hour. It is It is. There's no other option. You know, we're leaving on vacation right there after this meeting. And so God supernaturally moved in that precious seed. And so I shared the word of precious seed. And I took the step of faith and I sowed my car keys into that offering. When I sowed that, a spirit of generosity broke through in the room. Everyone started to sow. People started, stood up in the meeting. They started to walk to one another and they started to give cars away, properties away. They settled debt. Just generosity right through in the room. Just generosity started to break through. I want to say to you, church, that church, the church have become good to take care of the poor, but they don't care to take care of their own. We have people in our midst tonight that need a breakthrough. We have people in this room right now that are praying for the exact same thing that's in your hand. They're right here with us in the room. 
And so when we think of, of poor, we think of driving to the other side of town and, and being a blessing to someone there. Yet we have brothers and sisters in our midst that need their rent paid this month, that are trusting God just for a cell phone bill this month. I mean, we don't think it, but there's someone sitting here saying, God, if I can just pay my cell phone bill this month. They're trusting God just for that. And so the very thing that we have is someone else's breakthrough. And so generosity just started to break through in that room, and, and God supernaturally moved, and it started uh, <laughs> to, to create a spirit of generosity in this place. This, what I'm speaking about right now, happened five years ago. Five years ago, this specific seed was sown. Throughout our lives, we've sown many other seeds, but the seed I'm speaking about tonight was sown that night. Okay? Now, I don't keep book of every seed that I've sown, but, uh, but I have a little place where I just write it down. I just remember, okay, this is, this is it. This is what happened. This is what it was. And a month ago, I was in a, a state ministering and um, just in and out and had a busy schedule, flew in. And uh, after the meeting, a man came to me. He said, um, he, he's a farmer. He has a farm outside of the town. He said, I want you to come to my farm. And so I said, where is it? And I, and I looked on, on, the, on the map, and I mean, it's way off, way from opposite side of the airport. And I said to him, listen, <laughs> I just, just no time. I have to, um, it's not going to work out. I mean, it's, it's, I'm going back to the hotel now, tomorrow morning, early, we're flying, it's, it's, there's no time. And he says, I want you to come to my farm. And so I asked the pastor, I said, what, he wants me to go there. I mean, what do, he said, go, I'll drive you. And so I don't really want to go. It's out in the middle of nowhere. And so we drove an uh, hour. And so we got into, into this farm. Uh, a farmer has got this big barn, old barn, old house, dusty place. And so we arrive there. And so he sits in his house. He shows me his house. And he says to me, he says, I've just bought my dream car. I've bought my dream car. He says, I want to show it to you. And so we walk to the barn. And here's this car, sports car that's covered in blankets. And so he, show, he tells me about just this dream car. And I mean, I, I've got, I, I want to go back to town. I need to get a flight. I, I don't know why we're here. What are we doing? And uh, <laughs> listen to his stories and that. And then on the other side of the barn is a, is a truck, older truck. A uh, truck is standing there. And so he says to me that he's bought this dream car. And then he says to me, the Lord spoke to me this morning. And he says, and, and this, is all, this is what happened in October. I said to you, God said acceleration is coming this month. Acceleration in the month of October. And so the Lord spoke to me, acceleration is coming in October. And so this man says to me, he says, the Lord spoke to me this morning, and he said, acceleration is coming to your ministry. And he says, I want to sow a car into your life. And so I walked over to the truck. Look at the truck. And he says, what are you doing? I said, well, look at the truck. He says, no, no, no. He says, the truck is mine. That is your car. And so I'm like, you, you know, we used to get and and He says, no, 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 the car is yours. And so I walked over the car, and, and here is a, you know, a sports car, a two-seater. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> And he says, this, this is it. Five years ago, I sowed that seed. 
that exact seed. I drove out there with that car and I drove it back to Orlando. Title deed here, paid off car, right here, drive out. And I calculated as I drove back, I was reminded about that precious seed, calculated. And it was exactly the harvest of that seed that was sown five years ago. Five years ago. It was a, now, when I sowed that seed, I would say during that time, my faith was little. It was most of the most challenging seeds that I've sown in my life. It was really, I mean, I sweat that I, 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 it was a cold sweat on me when I sowed that seed. It wasn't easy, you know, because it was all that I had. But it was a precious seed that started to go forth. And tonight I want to release this upon you. That the book of Proverbs chapter 11 is 25 says, A generous person will prosper and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. So during this conflict, I want to encourage you to sow a precious seed. During your life, during the year, I want to encourage you, those of you that are not living that lifestyle, everything that we've, that we've received in our lives has come through a seed. I've sown into the prophetic. I've sown into the apostolic. I've sown, I've prepared the harvest, I've prepared the soil, and then out of that place, God has produced a harvest. Um, we have, uh, God has been gracious to us in many areas of our lives, supernaturally blessed us in every area. But it all has come from a place where we have sowed, we've put a seed into the ground. I have a principle, me and my wife have a principle that we've found that even in our giving, that we can get stuck into a cycle. And we've decided that we are going to press ourselves every year to break the cycle in our giving. We're going to press ourselves. We're going to trust God to press through and to sow into a different level every year. And so God does not build His kingdom with wealthy people. He builds His kingdom with generous people. You don't have to be wealthy to be used by God. Churches are not built by wealthy people, but by generous people. And God has taken throughout the years, taken areas of poverty. And when the Spirit of the Lord started to move, that area, those, the people that came from nothing, from that place God started to build His church. And so often we think, well, no, no, there's someone else that needs to come. Someone needs to rescue us. Let God use this house. Let God use you. Let He use those around you to come and accelerate the kingdom of God on the earth. Amen? Amen. And so we have a different level of faith today <laughs> when it comes to giving. We've, we, we push ourselves to go into the next level. You know, we sow seeds that intimidate the devil. I'm the, I remember I was on a conference recently and uh, I went to my bank account and I withdraw half of the money. And then I walked to the church to sow the seed and the enemy said to me, you cannot afford this. And, and suddenly I remembered everything that I have to pay, everything that has to happen. And he said, you can't afford this. You know you can't afford this. You know you can't afford this. And I stood in that moment and I got upset. And I said to the enemy, I'm going to show you something now. I went back to the ATM. I withdrew the rest of it. And I walked back to the church and I said to him, let's see what happens now. Because now I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. Only God can rescue me now. It's all that I have. 
There's nothing you can take from me because I have nothing now. And so I intimidate him with my seed. <laughs> he tried to intimidate me, to bring fear upon me. I intimidate him with my seed and show him that we serve a God that is faithful. <laughs> we serve a God that is powerful. And so he has no lack or no limitation. And so I want to encourage you to break the limitation of your giving. Don't get stuck into a place. Break that limitation. I've seen the spirit of poverty on the churches globally. People that are sitting with a, with a, with a poverty mindset. The way that they think. You know, they, they, they have a bargain mentality. Let me tell you, cities are not built upon bargains. Are not built upon bargains. Planes are not flown by bargains. You know what keeps the plane up there? Is those that, that pay for first class tickets. They keep it flying. Not coach. And so cities are not built on bargains. And so I've decided not to pray for bargains anymore, but to pray that God would help me to pay a fair price. I'm not going to live from bargain to bargain to bargain. We serve a God of overflow. We serve a God of abundance. And so if I can trust Him for a bargain and He can provide it, then I can trust Him to pay a fair price. A fair price. And so we have to shift the way that we think has to change. We have to get into a place where <laughs> we can do and be competitive with the, with the world that's out there. Amen? Amen. We're not taking up an offering. Relax. <laughs> Only at the end. Okay. <laughs> so push yourself. You know, we can talk about many things tonight, but that is what's really going to change things for you. That's what's going to bring acceleration to your life. Is, uh, is when, you, when you sow a seed, it has to produce. It has to come forth. It's a principle. There's a principle of sowing and reaping. It is a principle. You know, nothing can change that. The same way we have a principle of, of, of gravity, there is a principle of sowing and reaping. Whatever a man sows, he will reap. It has to come forth. And I do not have to stand guard over that seed the whole time to say, God, remember, God, remember, God, remember. No, no, no. Let the seed work. <laughs> I've been obedient. I've sown it. But now, now he has to watch over the seed. It has to produce it. It has to come forth. And so in everything, it has produced a harvest in our lives. But we continue to live this life of faith. Amen. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.